Everyone wants to achieve success in all that they're invested in, but what does it take for one to, in fact, achieve that which they desire? On Motivation Monday tonight, our guest is author and coach, Ebenezer Mamabolo, as we discuss achieving success in 2020. We would like for you to join us in the motivation. Our WhatsApp text line is 79 Two nine five one two one two. That WhatsApp text line is zero seven nine two nine five one two one two. You can also send us an SMS to four seven eight six one. Do start your SMS with the letters E F M. Each SMS is charged at one rand fifty. The SMS line is four seven eight six one. Do start the SMS with the letters E F M. Each SMS is charged at one rand fifty. Ebenezer, good evening and welcome. Good evening and thank you for having me. Let's start the conversation by talking about intentions mm-hmm. because um, that's what happens, right? When people start drawing up their New Year's resolutions is because they have intentions to achieve certain things and to do away with certain things. Yes. Are they easy to determine talking about intentions? Is it easy for one to be intentional about their success? Being intentional about our successes, it's, I would say it's easy. But following through with our intentions, that one is a different story. And I like what Les Brown says. Les Brown says that, imagine if you may, that one day you are lying on your your deathbed. And while you are lying on your deathbed, right beside you, instead of you having your family and your friends, right there, maybe on your left-hand side, you've got the the goals that you wanted to achieve for 2020. Right there on your left-hand side, you've got the dreams that you wanted to achieve in 2020. But for you, for whatever reason, you decide that, no, this 2020, I'm not going to pursue my dreams. I'm not going to study or I'm not going to do whatever it takes for me to achieve my dreams. And while those dreams of yours are looking at you, they turn and they look at you with large angry eyes and they say to you, maybe Rebecca, we came to you in 2020. We, you dreamed about us, but you, for whatever reason, you never pursued us. Now, with that, with that in mind, having the intention to succeed in 2020, that's the easy part. But following through with the discipline to make sure that whatever it is that I'm doing, I'm doing it to ensure that the goals or the resolutions that I've set, I end up achieving them. That's the hassle. And because everyone is advised to set goals, Mm -hmm. how can these then be planned without one limiting themselves in looking at just all that they have enlisted, for instance, on their vision board? Mm -hmm. How does one set goals and plans that are aligned with their purpose, bearing in mind that they should avoid then limiting themselves in the process? Yeah, I like what one university said. They said that, only 92% of resolutions that are set on any given year, only 92% of the goals and resolutions that are set every year, they fail. But only the 8%. And one of the things or the characteristics, I've got five things that would hinder you and I that for us to achieve our goals. Number one, we find that we are setting goals that we are not passionate about. We are setting goals because maybe Rebecca has set the same goal. So I want to be maybe like Rebecca. Instead of you setting a goal that you are you are fully passionate about. Number two, the goals that we would be setting, they are not specific enough. You'll find that, no, ah, maybe I just want to lose weight. But how much weight do you want to lose? Or you want to achieve success? What kind of success in which areas of your life? You find that the goals that we are setting are not specific. Number three, you find that you've got no plan or you've got no strategy that you are following through to say that, no. For me to be successful at the end of the year, I want to achieve 
one, two, three, four, five by January. Now, from, from the goal that I have to achieve maybe at the end of the year, in February, I need to do this and that. Breaking, it that, breaking that goal down into plans so that maybe every week or every day, you know that, no, every day I've done one, two, three, four, five, and that's moving me towards the accomplishment of my goal. Number four, you find that you underestimate what it would cost financially. Sometimes you might find that the goal that you are setting would demand financial resources, or it might demand you to get some things that you don't have on your own. So also, don't underestimate the budget that it would take for you to accomplish the resolution that you have. And lastly, you find that you don't have anyone to hold you accountable. And I like one statistic that said that of the people who get married, you, when you are marrying and you may hold a big celebration of a minimum of 200 people, and those people are watching you as you are committing or making those vows, the statistic says that you've got a 12 times chance of you and that marriage of yours succeeding. But when you are not doing that and there's no one who's holding you accountable, you, you, no one is pushing you maybe when you are tempted outside in the public. So you find that, that because you lack accountability, you end up not fulfilling whatever desire or that resolution that you've got. So also make sure that have someone who holds you accountable to, to make that those resolutions that you've said you achieve them one finds quite a, a huge amount of interest in the clarity that you're providing between goals and plans mm-hmm. because in this age wherein people are inspired not that inspiration only starts now but now people are inspired greatly because of uh, what happens on social media mm-hmm. they see one person that they are admiring getting into business and actually making it work mm-hmm. and then comes in the issue of tempting opportunities so when you talk about the clarity between goals and plans at, and, and how they one must involve the assistance of somebody else or a certain kind of process to be able to remind them of the very clear particular point that uh, they wanted to cut across or they wanted to achieve perhaps at the end of the year. Mm. Because then I want us to talk about character. To say in light of tempting opportunities, when one only has goals that are not necessarily clarified and they haven't then been transferred into being plans Mm -hmm. they are tempted into getting to into different opportunities that seem to at times bring about a quick back yes how does one protect their character in light of tempting opportunities which could be resulting at the fact that they only have goals but these goals are not very clear okay i would say that character is the most important thing in the world in whatever venture, whatever dreams you've got, I like to say that your talents or your gifts might get you to the top, but it's only your character that will keep you at the top. Now, you find that because you've set out those goals that you have, you need to also have a set of values or principles that you live your life by. Because it's those principles that you are living your life by that will always be at the back of your mind when maybe you are going into an opportunity and Abby comes and says, hey, Rebecca, for you to get one, two, three, five opportunity, give me something like this and that or give me this much and this much. So when you've got those set of values that you, that you are living your life or those principles that you are living your life in, you'll find that they will hold you and keep you accountable. And I'd like to say that when you are going to be setting those goals and you are going to be setting those resolutions, make sure that those goals and dreams that you are setting for the year, they are aligned also with your purpose. Because your purpose or the vision that you've got for your life is the one that's guiding you and you know that this is where I want to find myself at in maybe in a couple of years from now or this is where I want to see my family at. Now when you've got all that in mind, make sure that whatever you do, don't compromise your character. No matter how tempting it is for you to get 
a quicker, shorter way to success, maybe by paying a bribe or doing anything that's not in line with your principles. Avoid that temptation because when you are at the top or when you are doing those, when you are taking those shortcuts, you'll find that sooner or later they will catch up with you. And I like what one woman says. She says that we might be through with our sins but our sins are not through with us. So that's a code for us to keep when we will be tempted to take in shortcuts or other opportunities that are not in line or in line with our principles. So when one has the understanding that they have to be intentional about their success, mm -hmm. then they start setting goals that then become plans that are aligned with their purpose. Mm -hmm. And now they understand that in all that they're doing, they have to protect their character. Yes. You spoke about the importance of involving the next person to be able to assist you in your journey. Yes. But even in that, one has to then be quite careful in terms of who they involve in, the, in their goals that are now plans. Yes. Talk to us about um, the importance of collaborating with peers that are within one's field yes. or, for, or, or partnering with those that are in the same journey as you. Yeah, you realize that as you are pursuing your dreams and you are pursuing your resolutions, there will be times where it's hard. Just because you've set the goal that I want to achieve, one, two, three, four, five, it does not mean that it's going to be easy. And you need you need people or a team of people who will be able to be there for you. You need a team of people who will hold you accountable to say that when you are slacking off from the resolutions that you've set, they will hold you accountable and say, Abby, you know, you, you said that you wanted to achieve one, two, three, four, five, but this path that you are taking, you, you are not going to achieve those goals. Those are the people who are holding you accountable. But at the very same time, you need another group of people who I call encouragers. Those who, when the going gets tough, those who, when you want to quit or you want to take shortcuts, they will be there to say that, no, 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 my friend, don't do that. Hold on, no matter how bad it is or how bad it would get. Hold on, keep on keeping on. Those are the encouragers. And you've also got other guys who I say, who I, I call your challengers. Those are people who, who you, you inspire to be like. Those are the people who would be challenging you whenever you are, tempted, you are tempted to settle for that small success that you've achieved. Or maybe if you said that I want to achieve this success in one, two, three, four, five, you find that by the end of June, you've achieved that. You need to have those people who will be challenging you to say that, no, 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 you've achieved the success that you wanted to achieve, but you can do more. Don't set small goals. Don't just dream as small as you dreamed at the beginning of the year. Grow bigger and grow further. Where do people find these encouragers and challengers? I would say that you'll, you'll always find them anywhere. Whether it's on social media, you'll find that there will be someone on your social media who is encouraging you or who is challenging you. Make sure that even when you are uh, having your friends or you are following people on social media, make sure that it's those people that are... Uh, are going where you want to go so that tomorrow when you see them saying that no i've achieved one to the five it will inspire you on motivation monday tonight we're in conversation with author and personal coach ebenezer mamabolo as we discuss achieving success in 2020 we would like for you to join in the motivation do send us a whatsapp text message to 079 295-1212 You can also send us an SMS to 47861 Do start the SMS with the letters EFM. Each SMS is charged at 1 Rand 50 We continue with the motivation after the break Conversations Mondays to Thursdays from 6 to 8pm on Energy FM and Choice FM
12 minutes to 8. This is Conversations on Energy FM 102.1 and Choice FM 101.1. We're continuing with our Motivation Monday with our guest, Ebenezer Mamabula, who's an author and personal coach. And we're talking achieving success in 2020 tonight. We would like to hear from you. Our WhatsApp text line is 079-295-1212. You can also send us an SMS to 47861. Do start the SMS with the key letters EFM. Each SMS is charged at 1 Rand 50. You spoke earlier a bit about the issue of um, determination and uh, then the, there was also the issue of discipline yes. it, when one wants to work towards their success in the year. Yes. When one doesn't see their goals according to going according to plan, mm-hmm. They could easily then be discouraged yeah. to persist with the determination if it doesn't seem to be bringing about any kind of positivity whatsoever. Mm-hmm. What should one then do to commit to never ending improvement even after failure? I like what uh, Jim Brown says. Jim Brown said that, Oh God, to reach the end of your life and to find that you are climbing a mountain. And while you are climbing that mountain, you realize that you are going nowhere, but you are sliding down that mountain. And that's what happens when we are pursuing our dreams. You find that as we are pursuing our dreams, sometimes we are falling. Sometimes instead of us achieving those goals, we find that we are falling short. Now, in those moments when you are falling short, you need to have a learner or yes, a learner attitude to say that no, no matter how bad it is or whatever challenges I might encounter, I am going to commit myself that even if I don't achieve the success that I want to achieve, but I will learn something from the mistakes that I will be making. When we are committed to making sure that whatever happens in the pursuit of our dreams or our resolutions. When we are committed to saying that, no, I want to improve, even if I don't achieve the goals that I want to achieve, but the person that I would have become in the process of me pursuing those dreams and goals, that's what would help you and I to succeed. So let's make sure that whatever it is that we are pursuing, let's also have that mindset to say that it does not matter. I am not in control of what might happen today. I don't know what might happen to the economy, but whatever happens to to whatever circumstances might happen, I am always going to take something and nugget that I will use to learn from this experience. When one has taken that particular nugget, but they still feel like they can't do it by themselves, mm-hmm. when then should they ask for help? And where do they even start? You know, sometimes we, we grew up in society where we are taught that when you are asking for help, it seems like you are weak or you are unable. But one, 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 one wise man said that Ask for help not because you are weak, but you ask for help because you are strong. Because sometimes you'll find that whatever goals or dreams that I've set out, I need to help to to in to, to get someone to help me. Maybe I'm trying to start a business and I find that no, I lack the necessary skills for me to be able to achieve whatever is in that business plan of mine. That's where you enlist the uh, help of coaches, you enlist help of mentors. You just ask for help. There's nothing wrong and there's even no shame in asking someone for help. So when you find that you are not achieving or you find that you are hitting, maybe you're stumbling blocks where you find that you've reached your full potential and you're not go- breaking through, ask for help from others that will be able to help you and help you achieve your success. 
Because Ben is that just about everyone has possibly fallen victim to being in a pity party, mm-hmm. where in their thinking perhaps I don't deserve the good things in life. Hence, that business plan that I have does not succeed. Mm-hmm. Hence, my application at a particular institution of higher learning was not successful. Mm-hmm. Hence, I was not admitted into what I wanted to study. Mm-hmm. Hence, I didn't get that job opportunity. Mm-hmm. Then one starts wallowing in a pity party. Yeah. When does one then decide today to to say rather that they are making no more excuses to say in as much as things didn't go very well, Mm -hmm. I'm choosing to stop making excuses to perhaps learn from that which was unfortunate and to pick up the lost pieces and move on without making excuses, without wallowing in this pity party of thinking that perhaps they're not good enough or perhaps they failed in doing something and and so forth i would say that uh, one one of my mentors she said that you know we we need to be realistic and sometimes when we are going through tough times let's not hide the emotions that we are going through they there is room for you to feel that no man, ish, what I tried to do is not working out. But don't dwell there. Yes, what you've achieved, don't don't try to hide and not acknowledge that you are feeling bad for whatever it is or you are angry at yourself or your circumstances for you not achieving your goals. Take some time to feel those emotions, but don't let those emotions get you down. Use Instead of you using those emotions or if in this context, using those emotions or that failure that you wanted to achieve, instead of using it as an excuse, use it as fuel to to empower you to achieve or to dream more when you are feeling those those emotions that you know what maybe you might not feel good enough don't say that i, I am not good enough or i'm not worthy of this goal reframe that instead of you saying that i'm not i'm not worthy or i'm not good enough to achieve this success say that no i have learned one two three five from me failing that but from now on i am going to do this and that and instead of you asking the question of why me why me ask yourself how can i instead of you saying that why why me why why is this happening to me say that how can i achieve better i, I didn't achieve one two three four five and yes i might feel bad about it but how can i next time how can i improve myself so don't dwell too much on the negative saying that no this is bad for me or what what no no look at that situation that you are in empower yourself by asking yourself empowering questions and i guess then one of the ways in which one could easily avoid asking why them when things don't go as they would have liked for them to go mm-hmm. is to perhaps then start understanding the small wins yes the, the few things that they've been able to do well yes so when one has um, recorded what they could at that time term as a small milestone, mm-hmm. what is the best way for them to celebrate that small win and then aim even for a, a bigger win or a bigger achievement? And you no, know, one thing that, that's happening mostly, you find that most of us are high achievers. You find that I'm always wanting to achieve. And we, we never take time to, to celebrate those small wins. And I like one, 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 one coach said that, you know, sometimes if you, are fi- you find yourself that you are falling short of the resolutions that you've set, maybe you wanted, you said the resolution that maybe this year I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to, uh, to buff up or I'm going to gain muscle. Some of the things that you need to do to be able to empower you or to keep you on track is that when you maybe say you, you said that I wanted to lose 50 kilograms this year, when you find that you've lost 10 kg, take that moment and celebrate. Maybe in your celebration, you might say that, oh, because I have lost that 10 kg, let me buy myself 
myself uh, maybe some new jeans that would fit this loss of mine of the 10 kg so take those small those those wins that you've got no matter how small or insignificant they might seem in your eyes or to someone else those are your wins and be proud of them even though they are small use those wins as fuel for you because tomorrow you'll find that you want to achieve and you find that maybe you are even bent out you'll be bent out because you never take some time to celebrate yourself and i remember when i was talking to one of my business partner and she was saying that i feel bad I, i don't feel like i am achieving anything in my life but when you check her life you find that she's achieving she's getting even distinctions at school but her problem is that she's always saying that no i want to be getting 100 percent 100 and when she even gets that 90s or those 80s she feels bad for herself so i encourage her that no take some time you've, you've achieved a lot of things in your life take some time to look back at your life and your achievements and celebrate those achievements that you would have and you would feel better and when she did that she came back to me and said that no, Mr. Wambulu, now I feel better. So when we are celebrating those small wins, they empower us and help us to move further. John Tladi from Social Zone 4 says, Dumelang, I like that. A learner attitude, student mentality. Ask questions where you don't understand. I've always carried out that mentality for a very long time. I must say it is doing wonders. That's the way to an energetic, vibrant, down-to-earth mind. Child's mind. Is it very hard to have this learning mind, as as John Taddy says, this this um, anticipation to to always be, you know, impacted by other people, to always listen to what other people have to say, w- with an attitude and intention of learning. I would say that the moment you and I start to think that we are expert or we know it all, that's when we begin to die. And as much. What would limit or make it hard for for us to be able to be having that learner's attitude is when we start, when we start thinking that we are the experts or when we let the praises of other people go to our head. But when we realize that no, I know I don't know enough to be an expert. There's so much for me to learn, and there's so much for me to learn from others. That's when that that learner that learner attitude would be able to empower. So don't let yourself to 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 even get to the point where you are so egotistic that you think that no one can teach you. Or nothing would or no one would inspire you one thing that i've noticed a lot of people are turning into a joke is when a person has had their heart broken mm-hmm. and they start sharing insight on that which they've been able to learn mm-hmm. and then people are quick to say so you've had your heart broken and now you've become a motivational speaker <laughs> B- because i i think that there's some sense of empowerment that then comes from the unfortunate incident that this person could have experienced yes. and i want us to then conclude this session by talking about empowering others you know one thing that uh, i learned is that sometimes w- uh, one, one psychologist discovered that when you are when you wanted to learn when you teach others you learn even more so what, what even if you've had that heartbreak it's not necessarily that me having that heartbreak and me learning whatever it is that I've learned from that heartbreak does not mean that I'm, I'm a motivational speaker. Sometimes me having that nugget that I learned so that no, oh, I might have had broken up with so-and-so, but this is what I learned. And when you are sharing with other people, tomorrow those people that you shared that lesson you learned, they will be the ones to hold you accountable to say that, you remember, you remember Rebecca, last year you said that this is what you learned and look at where you are now. So when we are teaching others, teaching others not only empowers us, it helps us reinforce the lesson that we've learned in whatever experience that we've been through we're almost out of time our quote of the week 
Uh, our quote for, for the week comes from Kobe Bryant. And today we've, we got the sad news that he had passed on. And he said that the most important thing is to try to inspire people so that they can be great in whatever they want to do. And he lived his life trying to inspire young basketball players and young other athletes to pursue whatever dreams and to encourage them. Ebenezer, how can our listeners get in touch with you? Uh, you can get in touch with me on social media. You just search for Ebenezer Mawulo or you follow Ebenezer Mawulo or you send me a friend request if you're on Facebook. And if you want to contact me via WhatsApp to book me as a speaker or as a coach, uh, you can contact me at 071-639-7807. Thank you very, very much, Ebenezer, for coming through and sharing the insight with us. Uh, thank you for having me. And that's where we're going to leave it for conversations tonight. Coming up next is Hagi Liboro. Thanks to the show's content producer, Mami Morajwa, and our technical producer, Emmanuel Quinda. I am Rebecca Pala. Have a good night.